be unto you dear beloved welcome to this episode of we are vessels where we talk about god jesus the holy spirit and the scripture my name is olua bukola pereira and today i have here with me my housemate pastor nathaniel asiedu sachi Junior, welcome aboard. Thank you so much for joining us today. I truly appreciate your presence. So, today, Brother Natalia will be talking about some lessons that we could derive from the story of Lazarus and the rich man in the scripture. This is something, this is a story that we've all heard over and over again, especially if you go to Bible studies, like you go to church. So you've heard the story over and over again. But Brother Nathaniel is going to be talking to us as the Spirit has led him to. And I believe that the Lord will come through today. And just open your heart and be ready to hear the word. All to you, Brother Nathaniel. Thanks very much, sister. You're welcome, sir. I'm so, 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 you know, privileged to be on this particular channel because it's going to be pretty much... I think one of my very first foremost mm -hmm. formal introduction to the world and the world of TV. Praise and, God! Uh, <laughs> and trust me, um, I'm not taking it lightly at all. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm going to use this opportunity to let people know that Jesus is Lord. Amen. To let Amen. people know that yes. there is no other name but His mm -hmm. by which we actually been saved. Thank you, Lord. And that the essence of this life is to you know is to give your life back to God. You understand? So, yes. Um, I think we already said a prayer, and um, I just like everyone who is ever, I mean, wherever you are watching this um, this particular channel at this point mm -hmm. in time, just take um, some rest, relax in your chair, and then, you know, let's walk you through the pages of scripture. Without, you know, taking too much time, I just like you to know that the description in the Bible, which is very much common, mm -hmm. many of us know about this. Many of us have been, you know, told several times if you are with children, you know, growing up in Christian homes, whether or not you were mostly in church and, uh, or not, you, you pretty much may have heard about it. And this is the story between the rich man and Lazarus, the nameless rich man, the rich man whose name we never knew in scripture up until this point. All we knew was that he was a rich man. Correct. And the Bible says this rich man was dressed, according to the, the, the account, it said there was a rich man that was dressed in purple, I mean, and fine linen. Mm -hmm. And in scripture, anytime the color purple is mentioned, it, it alludes to a kingly position, okay? Mm -hmm. It is it, it is it, it's actually a color that makes reference to wealth and then to, um, um, should I say, yeah, more like a kingly, I mean, something of a kingdom of a sort, right? Mm -hmm. And this man was richly dressed in purple, and um, the Bible says he was dressed in fine linen. Then the Bible goes on to say that at his gate sat a poor man called Lazarus. And this man was full of sores all over his body. And the Bible says that the rich man, between Lazarus and the rich man, the rich man usually, you know, ate very sumptuously. I think that is the, the, the term my version used. In other words, he, 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 he always ate very, you know, you know beautifully or he ate very richly let me put it in that right. sense yeah whereas the poor man Lazarus always sought to eat mm -hmm. things that would usually fall from the table of the rich man 
and the Bible says that he desired to do that and on top of it the dogs of the rich man always came around to lick his sores unfortunately but there the came a time when one particular thing happened to them both in life the two of them were well apart was apart in the sense that societally or in terms of their social status one of them was referred to as the rich man and the other as the poor man and you know that in our society you know we have so much succeeded in categorizing people between these two major blocks of societal status there are those that are called the rich people that are called the poor people unfortunately the poor once you're tagged to be poor you do not have access or you don't you, you seem to have been stripped of certain privileges mm-hmm. that is how the society has actually you know designed us but yeah. there came a time where one thing happened to them but they became common with one particular thing and the thing was that they both died okay mm-hmm. so even though they were very distinct societally in time or after a while they became commonly referenced to by the same event called death hmm. and the Bible says that immediately Lazarus died the Bible says he was taken up into Abraham's bosom the rich man also died and the Bible says watch this the Bible says he was buried <laughs> the Bible talks of the poor man's death and the Bible says he was taken up to Abraham's bosom but the rich man died hmm. the Bible says he was buried in other words a funeral was organized for him Interesting. But even the, the 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 poor man wasn't given any befitting burial. All we know was that he was taken up straight up into Abraham's bosom. Mm. But this the thing is what I want what I want us to understand is this. Life doesn't end here just on this earth. Okay, mm. it goes beyond. It goes beyond on this on you know or by the same transitional element of death. God actually created death for us to understand that this life transitions into the realms of eternity. And wherever you're going to be in eternity will actually be decided on by the kind of life you live here. Mm. In other words, I am not here to, you know, try and then go so much into details into what actually you must do to be here or there, but all I'm all I'm drawing our attention to is the fact that this life we live in is literally um should i say a justifier we are playing to decide where we are going to be in eternity this life is very transient this life is very temporary but all the same it will decide where you're going to be after here you understand so this life is actually a preparatory ground for where you're going to be in the afterlife because afterwards you are certainly going to continue to live on but are you going to live in eternal torment are you going to live in eternal joy because the bible says when lazarus was taken up into abraham's bosom and the rich man was taken down into hades he was in torment then the bible says he lifted up his eyes and he called unto father abraham said father abraham please i am so much in torment in this place in this flames could you kindly send lazarus to dip his finger into water and you know just allow me have um you know a, a drop because I'm, I'm in torment then father abraham responded and said hey son while you were in in time or while you were back on earth you enjoyed but here you are in torment lazarus while he was back in the earth I mean, he 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 had evil things I mean he, he he could enjoy but here he's enjoying which means that 
whether you're going to enjoy after this life or you're going to be in torment after this life will depend on how you're going to live here. Two things remain. The life here or the life after is going to be a life of eternal torment or eternal joy. But your life here is what is actually going to decide where you're going to be. Mm-hmm. There's no middle ground. So wherever you are listening to me, you, you, you just want to, you know, you know, you know, um, do a silent reflection of your life. You just want to do an introspection of your life. Ask, have you, has it ever crossed your mind that this life is going to end someday? Has it ever crossed your mind that we are not ending just here? We are going to continue afterwards? Now the Bible says, when Father Abraham responded to the rich man and said, Son, it's not going to be possible even for anybody to cross over from where you are to, to come to us or the other way around. The rich man responded and said, Okay then, Father Abraham, please. I have five brothers back home. Send someone from here to go tell my brothers what is happening here so that they don't make those mistakes and come here. Then Father Abraham said, Well, they've got Moses and they've got the prophets. So if, if, even if they are able to listen and then be changed by the messages preached by Moses and the prophets, there's nobody that can ever leave here and go them and sit and tell them something different that's going to make them change. In other words, okay. a divine and a supernatural encounter would not be enough for whoever to make a decision. You don't need a supernatural encounter to believe really that there is heaven and there's hell. <laughs> All you have to believe in what, in, what Jesus, in what Jesus Christ has come to do. Now the five brothers he was talking about, um, this is the mystery, okay, the mystery of the five brothers. This man lived a materialistic life. He didn't care about the afterlife, mm-hmm. okay. He became, he was so sensual, he was so, I mean, should I say, driven by his senses. And you know that in this life we, we are driven by five senses, right? Mm-hmm. I know that we have the sense of sight, sense of hearing, the sense of tasting or smelling, and then even of touch. Yes. And these things actually make up the flesh. Correct. You understand? And these are the very ones that, you know, the rich man is actually saying that we should, become, we should, we should be very much particular about. Mm-hmm. Because they have the tendency of, of actually pushing us to hell. Remember the Bible says that for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Amen. The Bible says we live not by the flesh, but by faith. Amen. And so you, you, do not, you do not want to live your life, you know, in the manner where you are so consumed by the things of the flesh. The Bible makes us understand that love not the world. For if any man loveth the world, then the love of the Father is not in him. And the Bible says that the world and all its passions are passing away. Pride of life, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes. You understand? Mm-hmm. And so these things are actually embedded in the five brothers of the rich man. Mm. So if you're a Christian and you for some time now you've been living your life as of the flesh this 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 is just a wake-up call for you to understand that you do not need a supernatural encounter you do not need somebody to come from hell or to come from heaven to come to, to come to i mean to come and tell you to live your life right you understand because you have moses 
who actually you know is um um um, um makes reference to the law or let's say the word of God in in our in our day. And you have the prophets who actually make reference to the servants of God mm -hmm. in our days. So that is the mm -hmm. preachers. We have the word of God and we have the preachers. We have the word of God and we have the evangelists in our day. We do not need someone to wake up from the dead and come and tell us how heinous or how you know how tormenting hell is before we make up our minds. You know. Because we have the sheer word of prophecy, which is the word of God. Amen. We have Amen. the sheer word of prophecy, which is God's word. Jesus Christ has been revealed in our hearts. Yes. And that is the reason why we do not have any excuse whatsoever to understand that mm -hmm. this life is only a preparatory grounds for where you're going to be in eternity. And that is the reason why I want to come our ways today. It's about time we examine our lives. It's about time yeah. we understood that everything we are doing here ends only here but it prepares us for eternity god does not desire that we spend eternity in hell he desires for us to be in his bosom where lazarus was found and if for any reason you are wondering what exactly is going to make you make that decision to ensure your life after here then the only insurance is in christ jesus Amen. the bible says that there is no other name that has been given of men, mm -hmm. either in either either on earth mm -hmm. or even in heaven, by which men should be saved, than the name Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus the Bible says that if any man would believe and would confess, mm -hmm. then they shall be saved. Amen. And that is what I want. I want to leave all of us with: that there is eternity, there is life after here. But you're gonna you, you, you you're gonna live a life to decide where you're gonna be. Whether you're gonna be in the place of eternal joy where where Lazarus was, or you're gonna be in the place of eternal torment where the rich man was. The decision is in your hands, but you have to make that decision now. So God bless you for hearing me out. And I believe that when we come your way, by the time you're coming your way once again, you would have made the best decision of following Christ Jesus and allowing him in your life and your heart. Amen. 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 Hand wow. it over to my sister. Wow. I mean, this is this is really beautiful because mm -hmm. it just reminds us that this place is not our home. That's right. And the scripture tells us that too. Like it's, we've got to go back to where we belong. That's right. Especially as Christians, in that's in the bosom of mm -hmm. the Lord Jesus Christ. But where do you go if you do not know Jesus Christ? And that's where the where the rich man went. Mm -hmm. Even though he had it all here on earth. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to take him to that place where Sorry. Jesus is. Sorry. And it's just so sad that he spent his life loving the things that he wants to do. Mm doing the things of his flesh mm. and meeting the desires of his flesh. That's it. But he never sought for Jesus. Too bad for the dude, huh? Mm. What do you want it to be like for you after, after you leave here? Have we, have you started, like, have you started thinking about that? Mm. I mean, this is something we've all got to think about every day. That's right. 
even as Christians, we we can backslide, but as long as we know our way back home, God is more than able to restore us to Him. But it's just too sad for a person that do not have God, that do not have Jesus, that do not know nothing about them. And for those who know something about Him but refuses to accept Him as their Lord and Savior, it really is scary. I mean, heaven is real, hell is real. That's right. And you just heard it from a brother here. That's right. Very real. So you make that choice. God has given you choices. That's right. Because he's, he's just so amazing. He loves you so much that he's given each and every one of us choices. Mm -hmm. Like, and now the choice is yours to make. That's right. So, and I pray that you make the right decision. If you're yet to follow Christ, just... Do so now, because tomorrow might be too late. Tomorrow might be too late. It might be too late. And for my folks, for my Christian folks, just continue to seek the face of God. Mm. Continue to love Him. Continue to obey Him. Continue to respect Him. Revere Him. And trust me, He will continue to lead you. And I pray that you and I will not miss eternity. At all. And whatever it is that is going to make us miss it, that God will show us and give us the strength to depart from it. Let's pray. Great. Heavenly Father, King of Glory, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for a day such as this one. We thank you because it is the day that you have made. And thank you for giving us the privilege to rejoice and be glad in it. We honor you, Lord. And we pray that your word that has come forth today would, would produce fruit in the hearts of every listener, Lord. That, that it will produce fruit in our hearts too, Lord that we would not rely solely on our strength or on the things that we know how to do, that we would rely solely, that we would surrender and hold to you so that you would continue to lead us in the paths that we need to go. And for those that do not know you or that has refused to accept you because of one thing or the other, for I pray that you meet them tonight, that you touch their hearts, Lord. Touch them, Lord. Open the eyes of their hearts to see you and to know that you alone are God and you alone are sure. And we thank you so much because you've, you've, you've heard us. Thank you, Jesus. We love you and we thank you so much for loving us first. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. I just want to say thank you so much for listening in today. And I pray that the Lord blesses you and blesses all that concerns you. Do you have a beautiful, peaceful, and blissful week ahead? Shalom. Peace out. Bye.